brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a Midi clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Hello, and welcome to a special edition of the Artistic Expression Podcast. I'm your host, Terrain Francois. And I'm your co-host, Lenita Johnson. Season two was magnificent, and tonight... We're going to discuss some of those very special moments. And as always, we have a tradition on our show. I'm going to share a quote with Benita tonight, and she will share with us what it means to her. This quote is from Jimmy Dean, and it says, I can't change the direction of the wind, but I can adjust myself to always reach my destination. Benita, what is this quote saying to you? Well, it's saying that in life, (laughs) we're going to be um, handed situations. Um, We're going to reach stumbling blocks, but it's truly our choice. Those stumbling blocks can stop us, or we can use those stumbling blocks to be stepping stones to our next destination. So um, you... One thing we can't control, we can't control everything. We can't control the wind. We can't control outside influences. But what we can do, we can control ourselves, uh, and we can make adjustments when needed. That's what that's saying to me. You stated stumbling blocks a lot, and I know what stumbling blocks are, but please tell us how you use stumbling blocks to get to where you are right now. That's a really good question. Um, honestly, I remember um, like being in high school. Uh, my honors English teacher told me that I didn't deserve to be in honors English. Um, his name was Mr. Jackson. Um, you know, I felt some type of way about that. And I said, let me prove this man and prove to myself that I can do it. Um, so I aced his classroom. And... I decided that I was going to try to ace every class after that. Here I am years later. I'm no longer in honors honors English. I am now an English teacher. Um, But I use that. That could have been my hindrance. That could have been, at that moment, I could have gave up and said, you know what, I'm not going to do this anymore. Maybe I don't deserve to be in honors English. Maybe I'm not as... um, smart as some of the other people in the gifted classroom. So maybe I should just quit. Um, But I'm not a quitter. Um, I use that as fuel to my fire. Um, I just showed them my flames. I turned up the heat. Um, And I, I, I feel like it's important to do that in life. People will tell you you're not good enough. People will tell you you can't accomplish certain goals. But let me tell you, people are not the God of your life. You can do anything that you set your mind to as long as you have faith. I noticed something else, too. Uh, You didn't say it, but you did say it. I noticed that when you are handed a task, you don't make excuses. 
Can you tell us why you don't make excuses? I can't make excuses. Um, one, I have a son that looks up to me. I have students that look up to me. I tell my students there is no excuses. Um, my mother and my father um, and my brother, they all in- inspired me to be something um, great in life. Uh, so I can't let them down. Um, I can't let myself down. Um, excuses, it does nothing but try to stop progression. I don't have time to stop anything. I, I want my life to give glory um, to God, and I want uh, to establish a great namesake for my mother's memory, um, for my father's legacy, um, for my brother, for my grand- grandmother, uh, and for generations to come. Um, so it's not in me to make excuses because the generations before me, my ancestors, didn't make excuses. My Savior didn't make excuses. Actually, he took away my excuses on the cross, so now I have no excuses. I can't make any, even if I wanted to. Um, but those were some good questions. Thank you so much, um, Terrain. Um, as you said, we do have a tradition uh, tradition on the show. Uh, now I will also share a quote with you. And, Terrain, please share with the audience what this quote means to you. Uh, this is a little funny to me because um, I chose a quote by Maya Angelou. And Maya Angelou is one of my favorite poets. Um, and what the audience probably do not know is that Terrain, um, I, I call you the male Maya Angelou. She was um, a master of words. She was very poetic. So I had to, on this occasion, choose a quote by her. And here, here it is. Love life. Engage in it. Give it all you've got. Love it with a passion because life truly does give back many times over what you put in it. Mr. Terrain Francois, what is this quote saying to you? This is a very interesting quote. I study her work as well. I think she was a genius and ahead of her own time. It reminds me of something I heard Dan Pina say, actually, and, it's, and I'm going to put it all together. He says, take the emergency brakes off. So if you have the emergency brakes on, um, when you're fixing a car and you put the emergency brakes on, you can tell that car is very uh, sluggish. You mess up the universal. You'll mess up the brakes. You mess up the whole car, transmission as well. But as soon as you release it, you can jolt ahead and – what I believe in, and this is what I've been living by, is to love what I do. Give it my all. Take the merch breaks off. Leave it all on the table and give it my very best. And that means no excuses, but just go full force, full throttle. And when I do that, it benefits other people. And she was very passionate about uh, giving back and giving her all. She was mute for years because she thought her words killed someone. But then she, as she was waiting, as she wasn't speaking, she was on mute, she read many books. She memorized a whole lot of things. And so it's all about using your time wisely. Use all the information that you gather. And I said this on the interview um, uh, last, well, season one, where I said, because the great one lives inside of me, greatness will come out of me. And I just say, just leave it all on the table. Give it your very best. And I think that's what she was saying. And when you give it your very best, and I, like I said earlier, you're pleasing God, you're pleasing yourself, but then you're also pleasing the people that you serve. And so it lets you, just like Maya Angelou, the work that she did, it still lives today through so many different people. And I think when we are passionate about what we do, it's going to live on forever, our legacy. I so agree with that. And you said something profound, and you do always say this, and you talk about taking the emergency breaks off. Um, I would like to ask you, when 
do you first recall taking the emergency brakes off in your personal life? I would say about two months ago. I was passionate about what I did, but when you are shy, even when you overcome it, we have a tendency to go back to that place because that's what we're familiar with. But when I listened to that interview, that speech that Dan Pena did, it it made me think, why are you holding back? Why are you allowing what people say and why are you allowing circumstances to hold you back? And so when I adopted that philosophy over two months ago, I said, I'm, I'm going to go at it like my life depends on it uh, because my passion is also my air that I breathe. And we need to breathe to live. So in order for me to live, I got to take those emergency breaks off and keep going and, and put it all on the table. That is amazing, amazing. So you said it started about two months ago. So you didn't always live your life taking a break south, correct? That is absolutely correct. Amazing, amazing. How did it feel for you when you first began to take the break south? At first, when you do something new, if you're not careful, because we're human, we are hesitant, and we are kind of fearful at times. And so my mindset is, what do I have to lose? If I don't take the emergency brakes off, let me stop um, that one or two people to um, from getting what they need to get from me. So because of the great lives inside of us, Something got to come out of us, and because of that, we have to continue to pour out what's inside of us because you don't know what that person needs because people listen to me, they hear my quotes and my sayings, but what you don't know is I collected data from people over the years, whether I knew them or not or I know them personally, and and I use that all in my toolbox to help other people. So. That's how I feel about that. You got to keep going. You got to keep pursuing your goals. Now, with that being said, season one was the premiere of something great. When I tell you that season one was awesome, it really was. I, I, I feel it even now. I had the opportunity to interview some wonderful people. And the interesting thing about it is, I gathered so much information, and so many people were able to live based off of some of the words that was chosen. I agree. And because of the massive success of season one, who would have thought that season two could be as amazing? I mean, it was truly amazing. And the interesting thing about it, Bonita, is the addition of adding you. Because in the beginning, I did not visualize or envision having a co-host. Then you and I had a conversation one day. And I must say, you exceeded my expectations big time. And a lot of people are sending praises and encouragement to you. Uh, actually, um Lori Barrows just recently uh, shared some information how you were a great addition to the show. You know what? I really appreciate everyone. I appreciate all the kind words, and I'm just thankful um, to be a part. Um, I agree that season one was truly powerful, but it is truly something when two great minds join forces. So I appreciate you for allowing me um, to be a part of this awesome, awesome platform. And I truly believe that seasons one and two were very impactful and inspirational. And, yeah, and speaking of joining forces, adding the NIDA audience was definitely a massive game changer. 
And when you're used to doing it yourself, you get accustomed to that. But then when you, I guess, forced in a way to try to make your mind think differently, it's a whole other story. And so it's a wonderful experience. You're able to ask questions. I can ask questions, but there are sometimes where you ask questions that I haven't even thought of or you bring out certain points from different perspectives. You know, we're from two different walks of life, but uh, joined together, I think it's a massive force, and it's, and it's a game changer. And like I said, I'm, I'm hearing it all the time. Different, I guess, supporters are, are talking about it. They're talking about how professional you are and just the different things, that, uh, the different dynamics that you bring from your experiences because you have a lot of life experiences, and it's, it's just amazing for sure. So what was that experience like for you? I, I talked about my experience, but what was it like for you for joining the Artistic Expression podcast? Honestly, in the beginning, I was so nervous. Um, I think you remember that. <laughs> and you were like, it's okay, just lay it all on the table. Every time I get nervous, we're so different, I will tell you that. I will, I will definitely say that. Um, I, I am going to um, say a little joke, and I hope <laughs> – um, we're from two different generations. So we, we definitely complement each other, and we think differently. So when I'm over here stressing, you're over here like, oh, it's okay. Just lay it on the table. Leave it at the table. It's going to be all right. Or when I'm over here, like, rushing, and you you pull out your calendar, you're like, oh, it's here, here, here. We do this and this and this. Um, so I was definitely nervous to begin with, but I appreciate who you are as a person. Um, making me feel comfortable. Um, I think we definitely complimented one another on um, the Artistic Expression uh, podcast because when I couldn't think of something, you thought of something. Or uh, we, we both pulled from each other. And that, that that's what makes a great team is that we're so different and our differences doesn't cause uh, destruction. Um, it causes greatness, honestly. Um, it complements one another. So um, being on the show was definitely a game changer for me. Um, I remember telling you that I always wanted to um, start my own podcast and be on the platform, of, uh, uh, on a podcast platform. Um, and you told me, you said, well, and this is just you. Again, Mr. Maya Angelou, okay? <laughs> well, Juanita, if you um, say you want to do it, go ahead and do it. And with, and I can't really quote you because you, you, you say a lot of elaborate, thoughtful words and you use a lot of quotes. But um, what I can say is that you're a very inspirational person and you inspired me and said, well, don't just talk about it. In my words, that's what I would say. Don't just talk about it, be about it. And that's what you said in your own special way. And I said, good, gracious, let me go ahead and do this thing. So um, that was how the experience was for me. And I'm so thankful and honored to um, be um, a part of the interviews of such amazing individuals. I mean, each one of those individuals brought something great to the table, and I'm thankful for that. Yeah, and we're thankful to have you, too. Like I said, you're a great addition. Well, let me ask you this. Um, you still didn't make any excuses, but I'm still going to go back to what we said earlier. You said, let's do it. And basically, well, I guess I'm letting the cat out of the bag. I know in the future you're going to be doing your own podcast, and I really feel like the things that you're doing now are going to make you even greater at what you do. I'll just say it like that. And I appreciate you for giving me those tools. Um, we really, I, I honestly feel like we, uh, as a team, we grow one another. So I, I definitely appreciate that. And, yes, I do plan on starting a podcast in July, and I appreciate you um, um, believing in me and inspiring me. And I think we definitely do that for each other. So um, I, I feel like it's greatness um, coming for both of us in our own little path and journey um, and, and for all the individuals that we have met. 
So, uh, again, I'm thankful to you. Yes, I'm very thankful to you. And let um, me add this to audience. Let me add this too. That doesn't mean that the road wasn't bumpy at some times. You got two different people with two different mindsets. So we didn't always agree on everything, but we respected what each other had to say. Um, but you don't grow when everything is just smooth sailing. Through the turbulence is where you grow, and then when you sit down, you look back and you say, you know what, that person had a good point, even if you didn't agree at the time. So my mentor taught me to learn how to remain neutral, so don't have an opinion either way until you can, you're able to process it properly. And and when I sat down, when we didn't agree, I said, you know what, we, I need change. I need to be, I need my feathers ruffled in order to make me grow. And then in addition to that, she knows, Lenita knows a lot of different people, and I know a lot of people. And so we're able to bring our resources, our pool of information together. So don't be afraid to disagree. Don't be afraid to grow. Don't be afraid to listen to new ideas because those new ideas may take you to the next level. I agree with that 100%. <laughs> we definitely had our moment, but you know what? We got um, through those moments better than before. So, again, I definitely say I appreciate um, you are an awesome individual. <laughs> um, speaking of resources and knowing people um, and having those these amazing opportunities, um, to interview these amazing individuals. We had some very uh, talented guests from all different walks of life. Um, today we will discuss each guest from season two in the order in which they appeared on the show. Uh, before we do that, audience, listen up. Put your ear a little bit closer. Turn up the radio. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I may be moving on to my own podcast in July, but don't think I'll be missing from this um, podcast because, see, if you like season two, honey, <laughs> you better hold on and buckle your seatbelts for season three because it's going to be on and popping with myself and Mr. Terrain Francois. But, again, we will begin our recap today uh, with Lanisha Phillips. Um, I want to start by saying that I loved how um, inspirational Lanisha was. I love how she used her life as a testimony for other people. Um, she's not only an award-winning songwriter, uh, she she's also a podcast host and a mental health expert. I loved how she assured us all that it's okay to have therapy and Jesus. Honey, did you hear that? It's okay to have therapy and have Jesus. Somebody needed it. I love how she uh, juggles so much with excellence and elegance. Um, she's an actor, a songwriter, a graphic designer, a mental health expert, a podcast host, and a mama. Huh? <laughs> I'm telling you that if you miss this interview, Please go back, click real quick. Matter of fact, go ahead and pause this interview, okay? Come back to us. Go back and listen to the Lanisha Phillips interview and then come back to us, okay? So then you'll understand what I'm saying. Um, at one part of the interview, it cut short, but when I say that lady came back strong, she definitely came back strong. It was I, I probably listened to that interview myself about four different times because it inspired me so much as an individual. Um, so if you're going through any type of mental health things, if you are um, uh, going through any type of anxiety or um, any of those things, that, that podcast episode will help you. Or even if you want to be successful in life and you have so many things that you want to do and you want to learn how to balance it all, watch this interview. Listen to this interview. You uh, definitely would not regret it. And I didn't say it on the show because I wanted to make it all about Lanisha. And Lanita and I, we both 
did those things. We try to make about the audience, not the audience, but the uh, guests as much as possible. The thing I'm proud of Lanisha about the most is I remember when Lanisha was a little girl, meaning elementary school, and I watched her blossom into herself. Um, she has an amazing mother and father, and I think that helped her out a whole lot. And then the I, the fact that she's persistent, and Lanita wrapped it up well, but uh, she's very persistent. Uh, she just had a new music video with uh, Todd Curry, so you may want to go check that out. She was in there. She was doing her thing. She's a songstress, and she's also a musician as well. So you definitely want to check her out for some inspiration, not just for young ladies, but males as well. Any age group, she she covers everything. So you definitely want to support her as much as you can. And also, if you'd like to interview, um, she mentioned the name of her podcast as well in that interview. So please go check her out. Um, the next person that we're going to talk about is Sakele Daniels. Um, she is a very talented retired athlete and coach. Um, when talking about her dreams, I loved how she used the analogy of um, dreams are like a spark, and nothing truly happens without the material. Um, and, and she explained basically, like, you can have that dream, but if you don't have, like, the work ethic, if you don't have the tenacity or the wherewithal to go with that dream, it will not um, bloom into fruition. Um, you can have that spark, but it will not become a fire without the material. I love how she spoke about being a female in a, uh, a typically a male-dominated sport because she is um, a basketball player. Um, I love how she talked about starting out in the wreck um, and how she was the only female on her team and how her coach, Leon Clark, really inspired her. And she talked about how those experiences shaped her character. Um, she talked about having many mentors in her life that taught her, taught her about being humble, not cutting corners, and understanding the importance of small beginnings. Because how many of you guys know that it's so easy to want to take the easy way out, but the easy way can set us back, honey? And how many of us know that sometimes you got to be thankful for those small beginnings because if you don't be thankful, if you're not thankful for the small beginnings, how can you be trusted with something major? She also talked about her experience, her experiences of traveling overseas and following her dreams. But you know what? What really touched me is how she used the experience that she had, that the knowledge that she gained, and she came back home to coach the youth. Now that in itself is truly amazing. Yeah, um, it was very interesting, her, her beginning, how it started. Like I said, she, she did all that training there, high school, the 49ers in Charlotte. And like I said, just going to those, countries. So that versatility that she gained, like Lenita said, she was able to bring that back home and share her experiences. And then not only that, did she come back home, but she's also a mother of two. And she found ways to juggle that too. And I see how she loves her children and how she's passionate about that. Now she's a career management teacher. Um, at her high school, the high school that she went to, she teaches there, and and I see her interact with the youth, and I see how she just pours out, and she gives back to to everyone she comes in contact with. She is definitely a hero. She is a leader par excellence, and her legacy is still growing. Amazing, amazing. We also had Keith LaKeen Powell on our show. He is definitely a multi-talented individual. He is truly making waves in the film industry. 
I love how resilience got him where he is today. In our interview with him, the audience learned that Keith encountered a lot of no's. But instead of letting the no's stop him, it pushed him into his destiny. This in itself showed his resilience. Now, he didn't start off wanting to be a filmmaker. He started off wanting to be an actor. He began creating his own film after receiving no's in regards to acting opportunities. Now, many of us, when we receive a no, we stop. But let me tell you, those no's made him decide to create his own opportunities. The no's didn't stop there. Okay, When he started creating his own movies, he received no's when it came to submitting his films to certain production companies. But you know what? That inspired him to begin submitting films himself, okay? His movies can now be found on Tubi, Prime Video, Roku TV, briefly even Xfinity TV, and many more. He is unique in that his films are mostly improv. Y'all, did you hear me? I said his films are mostly improv. That means when you see his films, behind those films, it's typically not a script, okay? So he's teaching actors and actresses how to act on cue with no script. And when you watch those films, there's no way in the world you will be able to guess that there is absolutely no script. And if you do some research, you will find that he is not the first, but there's definitely not many like him. So he is making waves. So if you are not on the Keepless King Power train, you better get on there before it takes off, okay? And I love that he truly believes in giving everyone a chance. So um, he reaches out to up-and-coming artists, um, actors and actresses, and he lets them have the opportunity to have film time um, on his productions. Um, I love that. I love that. I love it. And one of the things that stuck out with me, too, um, and what you said is spot on for sure, is the fact that see, so many people want to be like other people, but he found his niche, and he also found like, what works for him. And that's inspiration of itself. And I, I look forward to working with him in the future as well. As a, film, a fellow filmmaker, sometimes you got to change up and use your versatility, and that's what he did. So like Lenita said earlier, you're going to get a lot of no's, but your character is going to be formed based on how you deal with those no's. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And so we want to encourage you tonight, audience, when you get those no's, Use that as, like Lenita said earlier, as stumbling blocks. You know what stumbling block is? You step on them, and you keep stepping until you get to where you're going and be persistent and leaving it all on the table. And what if he had given up? A lot of people wouldn't have had the opportunity that they had. So and I appreciate the fact that he gives people opportunities as well and how he's persistent. And how do you get better? I'm going to tell you how. And this is what the king is doing. You keep doing it. That's the only way you're going to get better. Uh, sometimes books and, uh, and shows are good, but it also, if you're not careful, it can be a form of procrastination. So 
keep believing, taking action. So, Renita and I want to encourage you tonight, start taking action. Quit talking about it so much and start doing it. <laughs> ah, you are amazing. Yes. <laughs> Um, he received a lot of no's, and I want to reiterate what you just said. Um, audience, he was talking to you just then. Um, you just received a no. Something you've been waiting on. You just received a no. So what you going to do about it? And, and, and like we said earlier, is it going to be your stumbling block? Or, baby, is it going to be your stepping stone? It's your choice. Next, we're going to talk about Macy Jacobs. Um, Terrain was just telling us about not giving up and how Keith LaKeen Powell did not give up. Well, Macy Jacobs is another one who inspired us not to give up. Macy Jacobs was a sweet soul. Um, I love how she inspired us to take control of our lives. Um, Taking control of our lives is important because sometimes our lives can have control of us. She talked to us about the power of change and improvement so that we won't stay stuck. How many of us know that it's so easy to feel stuck, stuck in that career, uh, excuse me, stuck in that job, stuck in a situation, stuck in a relationship? But if you listen to Macy Jacobs, she'll tell us, okay, she told us it's important to change. It's important to grow. Don't stay stuck. Don't stay stuck. I loved how she talked about multitasking and juggling her schedule with being a mother, a grandmother, a friend, and an actress. I know for myself, it's not easy to multitask. And I know for some of my audience members, you may be struggling with multitasking. You may feel like it's too much on your shoulders. But Macy Jacobs, she taught us. She talked to us talk to us about the importance of knowing how to multitask. Okay. She talked about the challenges of going from her day job to acting, leaving one job and going to the next, and still having that feeling of excitement being on set. She stated that she didn't mind working 18 or 24 hours on set. Now, that right there is commitment. Most of us, we don't have that commitment to work 18, 24 hours. Some of us start complaining and mumbling after eight hours or nine hours. So some of us start complaining before we set foot on set or step foot on a job. Some of us complain when we get out of bed in the morning. But let me tell you, when you have purpose and you have passion, you can do it all day long because when you have passion, it ain't work. When you are willing, it brings a well of opportunities. Do you hear me? You just got to be willing. Don't be pessimistic. Be optimistic. Her passion truly seemed to drive her. She loves acting, and she's going after that. She doesn't mind taking acting classes training, setting goals, and achieving the goals that she set. I'm going to say that one more time. She didn't mind taking classes. That means she put some money. She, she used her money to get into acting classes, and she used her time, even with having a job. She used her time to take those acting classes. She trained. She set goals, but she didn't stop at setting goals. She achieved the goals that she set. She inspired us all not to give up. What inspired me the most about Macy as well is I had opportunity to work with her on set. And she played dual roles. And then people were like, who is that person? And it was actually the same person. And she had a humble beginning, like, like Bonita said. The interesting thing about her humble beginning is she did a lot of uh, extra work. So sometimes you may not get the starring role right away. Uh, sometimes you need to be in the presence of other people that's doing what, what you want to do, basically. 
we need mentors. We need models. We need all those different things. And I had opportunity to have a cast uh, for the movie called Home, which is really by far my favorite uh, project for sure. I've done a lot of things since then, but that's just like my favorite. I'm proud of that the most. Uh, she played Miss Patricia in Home, and she also played the part of she played the part of Maria as well. And she did an amazing job. And if you didn't know any different, you would think it was two different people. Her uh, camaraderie with her, I guess, her castmates, it was amazing. It was like they were like a family. And she actually said it during the interview. Like, they felt like family. They didn't even want to rap. That's how much they uh, enjoyed talking to each other. So that was like a wonderful mix of talent. And like I said, she's very persistent. She is a goal setter. And not only do she set goals, she actually pursue it. She set the strategic plan to go after it. So I'm challenging you, too. To, um, you got to calculate your moves. You have to calculate your moves. Like, what's next? Okay, what's next after that? And then you got to just keep going with it. So her talent and her body of work speaks for itself. So, again, you have to put the work in, and she is definitely a living testament of that. She put the work in. And that's why she's successful like she is. Mm. You said something right there. You said she believed in setting goals. And you said it is important to calculate your moves. And I want to reiterate that with the audience. You. Yes, you. That's listening. Calculate your moves. Set goals. Terrain is not just saying this, y'all. If you tell Terrain that you want to do something, he's going to pull out his planner. He's going to say, when? Oh, this is a good day. He might even give you a date for your goal that you need to accomplish your goal by and make sure you write your goal down in your planner. Because he he believes, just like Macy believes, in calculating your moves and setting goals. So that's that's when you have um, like-minded people working together. Not only that, and in addition to what you said and everything you said was right, you mentioned my planner. Um, <laughs> I, I definitely gonna, I'm definitely going to write something one day. It's called My Planner Saved My Life because I was getting behind in everything and I wasn't persistent. But once I start writing those things down and putting a date to it, that's when life really began for me. And so with that being said, you have to be courageous enough to write it down because the reason why I write things down, and Lenita can definitely witness to this, the reason why I write it down is so I don't give myself excuses because I used to be the worst at procrastinating. So now when opportunities are presented and I think it's good, I'll go ahead and take it and write it down because uh, if I don't, I'll find a way to get out of it, and it's something that I need. And so – that's something you want to take with you as well. You have to write it down. You have to find, put it on something you can go back and look at. And the reason why, it's just like um, goal setting. And the reason why that's important is because sometimes you need to go back and look at the dates that you wrote something down and see what you accomplished over the years or over the time frame. Because you want to have long-term goals, but you definitely want to have some short-term goals too. You want to, it's good for checking your progress. That's what it's for. You want to check your progress and don't give yourself any excuses because you can come up with a million excuses. I promise you, we had a million excuses to not do the show today, but it's because we love what we do. We're passionate about what we do, and not only are we helping the audience, but we're helping ourselves too. We're growing, and we're growing by listening to the audience members and listening to the guests as well. So keep grinding. Mm, that is amazing. And you know what? Um, all of this reminds me that writing planners and writing down your goals, it reminds me of Scripture when it says, write down your vision and make it plain. And, um, Terrain, I really believe that your planner um, helped you take your breaks off. So when he, uh, audience, when he was talking about taking the breaks off, he writes down what he wants to do, and when he wants to accomplish it by. And I also 
um, I'm a believer in writing down your vision and make it plain, even something as simple as buying a house. You guys, before I bought my house as a single mother, now my house is a four-bedroom house, two-and-a-half bathrooms, one-car garage, and a basement with an office. I wrote that down when I was working at Walmart. <laughs> Do y'all hear me? I was working at Walmart with, as a single mother with a small baby with no idea how in the world I was going to buy this house. But I knew that it was laid in my spirit that I was going to get this house. So I wrote it down. And I wanted this house not for form nor fashion. I wanted it to be a blessing to the community, to be a blessing to people in need, to be a blessing to my family. Since then, God gave me a job, a career, right, where I can afford the house. He allowed me to be able to fix my credit so I could buy the house, right? So I would put it in the work. And then I went looking for the house. I found this house. And I was like, uh-uh, this is too much. I'm not going to get it. I went back to the house, my father's house, my mother and father's house. My mom had passed away. I looked in my room. It was a trailer, you guys. I looked in my room on the wall, and I seen that vision Everything that I wrote in a house is the one that I looked at, the one I live in now. And I said, Lord, I had looked. Now, it took, it took a process. It was like six months to six to eight months before I got the house, y'all. So I, I wrote down my vision, and I set it aside, and I didn't even think about it again. I didn't put a time period on it or anything. I just had faith. Uh, but when I looked back on my wall and I seen that, I said, this house is mine. And since then, I was able to use it for family. I was able to use it. Uh, for reunions, for friends, when we had power outages. So you, yes, you, you've been thinking about buying a house. You've been thinking about moving careers. You've been thinking about um, going into your destiny. You've been thinking about preaching. You, you've been thinking about proposing. You've been thinking about planning for that child. First, pray about it. And when you get your answer, hit the brakes off, write down your vision, and make it plain. Next, we're going to talk about Elisa Clark. Elisa is an award-winning writer. Again, she is an award-winning writer, director, and producer. She has won many awards on her short films. She is also the former president of Women in Film, which is a nonprofit organization consisting of over 10,000 women worldwide. I love how Elisa uses her voice as a way to be an advocate. She talked about her journey as a Hispanic actress. Uh, Excuse me, she was actually biracial but we're not going to dismiss her um, Hispanic side. She was very transparent uh, with the audience about that. She talked about her experience of being typecasted for certain roles. You know, uh, typically when you see um, Hispanics in movie roles, what are they? Usually like the maids, kind of like African Americans. It's the same way. If we're not the maids and we're playing gangsters or strippers, right? So she talked about being typecasted for those roles, and she talked about in order to break that box and mold, she stepped out on faith, and she began making films of her own. In her films, she's making a difference. She's breaking down barriers by addressing social social justice issues, issues that many of us turn a blind eye to. Uh, In this interview, she also encouraged the listeners to not be afraid and to use their voices to advocate for change. Because how many of us know that sometimes we have a story to tell, but we're scared to speak up? She encouraged us to use our voice to make a difference. Because no matter how inadequate you may feel, honey, your voice matters. I admire how she gave glory to God throughout this interview. Um, she was just very um, inspirational, and I admire that. I admire that about her. Yeah, and she's definitely a very talented actress as well. Um, 
What I really like about her journey, she started out doing a lot of extra work, but then she started um, getting rolls with lines in it. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Actually, she and I worked on two sets together. I, I had a film called Amid Chaos in 2012. And then she was part of Home as well. Rosalind, Dave Patterson, Macy Jacobs, and Elisa Clark. And I was so proud of the work that she did. Her, her body of work speaks for itself, too. And there's levels to it. And I definitely see her growth and from actress to writer to film director. And, you know, as I follow her work, I, I just look back and I just smile. And I said, man, I'm super proud of her because she didn't give up. And as a filmmaker as well, she actually inspired me doing this interview because sometimes we, we want to stick with topics that's comfortable. But she inspired me, hey, take them uncomfortable uh, topics and start writing about them too. She didn't tell me that the words, but just listening to her, she kind of like provoked me to go ahead and just push myself and talk about that social injustice because it's out there. And if no one talks about it, no one will uh, hear about it. And so getting out that comfort zone, and I, I respect her for that. You know, I respect her greatly anyway, but it's a whole nother level of respect came um, from that interview, and I, I am amazed, and I'm so proud of her. Me as well, me as well. Um, a lot definitely came out of that. Um, Vincent Edwards is also another amazing individual um, we had on the show. He is an award-winning writer and producer. He was raised by his mother. His grandmother was a huge inspiration for him and continues um, to be an inspiration for him in her memory. I loved how he um, he never limits himself. He not only writes films, but he's also a poet. Actually, he reminds me a lot of you, Terrain. So you all, if you listen to his interview, you may um, see some or hear some similar similarities between uh, terrain and, and Vincent. Um, Vincent is also a wordsmith when it comes to his words. Um, it caught my attention um, when he said that in order to stay creative and to get around a writer's block, we we have to stop being an adult. And I'm like, what? In a society where we are rushed to grow up, um, we are constantly talking about adulting, um, what to do next, what to gain next. Um, Vincent encouraged, the, encouraged us to stop um, stop being an adult for a second. Don't worry so much about dealing with the day to, the day to days of life, okay? You guys know we worry about our, um, cooking and cleaning and the next job and buying the biggest house and buying the next fastest car and, and doing this and doing that. He encouraged us to stay still for a moment. Be a child again. And, you know, that reminds me of Scripture when Jesus said in Matthew 18 that unless you change and become like the little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Um, so I encourage you all, um, take a breath. Take a moment. If you have been working three and four jobs, taking care of your family, uh, being a wife, being husband, being daughter, being sister, being brother, um, take a minute. Enjoy your life. Sit in it. Be creative. Honor God. Um, sit still. Follow your dreams. Follow your passion. But the way that it can stay passion is not, is by um, allowing it not to wear you out, okay? 
So have dreams, but don't let the dreams have you. And I love how he gives glory to God and how he honors his team. Um, Throughout his interview, he was really big on um, talking about team and his team. His goal is to win an Emmy or an Oscar, and he's been saying that since I I met him. Um, And I love how he includes his team in his goal. Um, You know, he has a, um, um, a writer society. Um, and he has a lot of people that he works with. And just like he desires a certain level of success, he desires that not only for himself, um, he, desires, he desires that for his team. So you all be on the lookout for his upcoming movie, Murder by Midnight. Um, I'm honored to um, be a part of his cast. Um, I'm honored to have known him. I mean, he's truly a wonderful individual. In addition, the part that stood out with me as far as his body of work is the fact that just gratitude, period, Uh, because we do need to be grateful for what we have and what we're working on and the people that help us to get to where we are right now. And that's I, I noticed that, too. He put a whole lot of emphasis in that area thanking different people, um, winning those 82 writer awards, and then having the people on his team and acknowledge uh, the awards that they they uh, received as well. So that's that was key. That was my first time actually talking to him during that interview. But and I, I thought it was a joy. It was it was actually a good thing. Uh, he was down to earth. Um, he spoke in a way where with clarity and simplicity. And I thought that was key. Anyone that listens to that interview, you definitely going to know what he's talking about. You definitely want to go back and listen to that because he really talks about being persistent and being grateful. Awesome, awesome. And when we mention um, persistence, it brings us to our next guest who is definitely persistent, um, Silver Black. Sobel Black is definitely a good friend of mine. He is a music artist and film producer. Um, What I like about him and what I learned about him is that he desires to be an inspiration. And all he wants to do is to speak his truth to the world. And he does that through, one, his music and now his movies. Um, Music became his outlet. Um, And he stated that music became his peace. Um, Soba didn't have an easy upbringing, and he kind of alluded to that um, in this interview. Soba is an avid studier of the arts and music. Um, He spoke on the importance of studying. Um, I just had a student, actually, uh, that um, he's in 12th grade now. I had him as an 8th grader. Um, He works at Food Line, and he said, Ms. Johnson, I want to be a rapper. I said, oh, okay. So what college are you going to go to to rap? And he just looked at me. I said, uh, you know Tupac, he went to college. Um, he went to the same college that Jada Pekin went to. Um, so, like, if somebody's listening and you want to rap, or you want to make movies, you want to be an actress, or you want to be an actor, uh, you want to be a writer, you want to be a producer, uh, you want to be uh, a basketball player, whatever you want to be. If you think you're just going to do it by virtue of talent, you better think again. Uh, Because even the, the greatest of greats, like Kobe Bryant, okay, talked about the importance of practicing and studying. Silver Black mentioned numerous times how he studied. Silver truly works hard, and his work ethic has gotten him very far in life. He didn't have a lot of mentors growing up, but he definitely desires uh, to be a mentor to people. Um, I want you to be on the lookout for his upcoming film, Don't Miss. And his upcoming tracks with Gucci Man and Boozy. Um, also, check him out on Spotify. Um, check him out on Facebook, Sober Black. 
Um, he's definitely down to earth. So if you want to reach out to him, he'll speak to you. Um, if, book him. Definitely book him because he's definitely talented. He's an awesome writer. I truly believe that his desire to make a positive difference in this world, it, it inspires him. Um, and that's what's going to make all the difference for him is his desire um, to make a difference. Um, he talked about money, okay, and he talked about the love of money money being the root of all evil and how he really he don't want to make money to make money. He wants to leave a legacy for his family. Um, and as a black man, talking about leaving a legacy for his family, talking about um, making music that, speaks his truth, and it makes a difference, that's awesome. That's amazing. And that's all inspiring. Good job, Silver Black. One of the things that stick out to me, that was my first time meeting him as well, you know, through you, uh, Silver Black. One, of the, Two of the things, I guess, that sticks out to me the most is the fact that he understands the importance of networking, and also, he understands the importance of building alliances. So you can do some great things by yourself, perhaps, but when you have that team around you, you have people that you can network with, people that you can um, collaborate with, the right people, that makes all the difference in the world. And based on the information that he shared with us that day, that night, and with the audience, he, he knows the importance of networking. You you don't need a team where everyone is doing exactly like you're doing. Then you have the same ideas. But when you have, like, a different team around you, a good team around you, a good supporter, uh, good people to talk with, good people to even provide correction because we're not right all the time, that's where your growth is going to catapult to the next level. And so networking is essential, and also building alliances is essential. So good job, Sova. Keep grinding, brother. Yes. And I also want to um, bring up Keith LaKeen Power again. Um, he has an upcoming film um, with him and Jerome, uh, Jerome Melody. Melody, excuse me, I'm sorry. And it's called Snatched. And um, this film is a movie addressing sex trafficking, and I thought that that in itself was amazing, especially um, in this generation. A lot of times we um, like, I'm not going to say we, but a, a lot of times people like to see the same um, things, um, you know, but to see two black males coming together to make a movie addressing um, sex trafficking, um, that's amazing. I'm, um, I was um Definitely honored to be a part of this cast. I'm also be on the lookout for Hustle Game. Um, Hustle Game um, is definitely a very good movie. But when I say you better watch out for Snatch, that's a game changer. Um, so, again, I really, really, really want to um, honor Keith LaKeen Powell, Sova Black, Vincent Edwards, um, Elisa Clark, Macy Jacobs, Sakelly Daniels, and Lanisha Phillips. They are definitely some wonderful people. Be on the lookout for everything that they have coming. Um, also, um, I myself, I'm in quite a few upcoming um, movies, um, productions, um, uh be on the lookout for our upcoming, um, our season three podcast coming up in July. In the meantime, um, go back and watch our, our, our other episodes because I guarantee you, you're going to be inspired. And watch it more than once because um, you'll get something that you didn't get the first time in it. Um, Terrain Francois, he has a lot of um, – upcoming projects coming out, so definitely um, be on the lookout for that. I'm going to mention how you can uh, follow us and connect with us because we are human. 
So that means we don't mind connecting with you all. We are definitely humble. We're down to earth. Uh, we don't mind um, talking with anybody, sharing, um, allowing you all to be a part of our platform. If you would like us to uh, interview you all, um, we don't uh, mind making those connections like um, Terrain was talking about, uh, building alliances because, you know, there is no I in team, okay? Um Together we can make it, okay? Divided we fall, but together we are stand. Um, and on that note, I want to say thank you for joining us for a special edition of Season 2. We greatly, greatly value your support. You can find me on Facebook under the name Lenita Johnson, and you can find me on Instagram under the name Lenita Johnson 7. Yes, I used the number 7 on purpose because 7 is completion. Okay? You can find Terrain under the name Terrain Francois on Facebook, and you can find him under Real Terrain Francois on Instagram. If you enjoyed listening and would like to connect further, you can join our Facebook group called The Artistic Expression podcast. And as always, take care.